Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. the Flavor Conservative Podcast, we say every single day, our, our motto, I think it's on every piece of, of uh, information we have, and that is wake up, speak up, mm-hmm. and, and, and show up. And, uh, you know, so many times the stories are about, you know, something bad that's happening and, and we need people to, to, yep. to, to take action. And it's so inspiring when you come across somebody who's already doing this 20 years ago. Uh, this couple decided to uh, make a difference and actually mm-hmm. show up uh, in Uganda. They founded uh, Show Mercy International. Now, we got a chance to meet them in our trip to Israel. Yes. And uh, had already kind of been following their work uh, via uh, commercials, things we've seen through Steve Schultz and Elijah Stream. So inspired. It's such an honor to have Mike and Lori Sally on the show today. Hey! Hey! Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, we are so excited uh, to have you join us. Like David said, we met you for the first time when we were in Israel, and you actually baptized David. Yep. In the Jordan yeah, River. Yeah, the Jordan really River. Cool. Honor. What an honor. That was awesome to be able to do that. We weren't expecting to get that opportunity when it started, so that was great. That was a yep. really oh, cool yeah. experience. There, there we you go. are. You're, you're taller in real life than you are on, on the screen. <laughs> and uh, I, I was thankful for that. You know, it's it's, it's a great place to be. Stacy got got baptized by by Robin and Robin Bullock, and uh, I think I think my son and our daughter. I think we all got got baptized by you. But it's an incredible experience to be there and to and to experience all that together, and it'll kind of be bonded to you guys now forever because of that. It's a pretty cool experience. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. that's really cool. That, awesome. that was fun memories. That was our first time to Israel, and we really enjoyed it, meeting everybody and a bunch of people that, that have the similar mindsets and similar visions. It was awesome. Yeah, that was. What a great experience. Such a cool, cool thing. Now, okay, so we played the video of showmercy.org, but um, tell us about, you know, 20 years ago, how did you guys get started uh, with this ministry? It's kind of a long story, but the short version is God spoke to Mike. He was, um, you want to, you share. Yeah, I was in the corporate world uh, doing really well in business and, and making a lot of money. And long story short, I just felt something missing in my life. There was like, there has to be more purpose for me than this. There's nothing wrong with what I was doing. I love it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm actually a businessman at heart. That's, that's kind of who I am. But I actually asked the Lord, I said, hey, I'll, I said, I'll do anything for you and I'll go anywhere for you, but I need you to speak to me and be careful when you say that. And I, <laughs> I, I heard the Lord's voice as clear as could be. And he said, Crabtree, Oregon. I want you to move to Crabtree, Oregon and lay down your job. Now, did you say we were living in Tennessee? Yeah, at the we time? were in Tennessee at the time. Wow. And, you know, so I, I'd never been to Oregon in my life. Uh, we didn't know anybody on the West Coast. And so we just prayed and I did some crazy stuff. I actually put my house up for sale with a really wacky sign in the yard. Cause I told the Lord, I said, if you want me to do this, I need you to give me a sign. Yeah. And I had a vision of a sign that said for sale by God. And, it was wow. like, yeah. and so I actually put the sign in my yard and it was really embarrassing. People would come by and I was like, Oh my God, I would take the sign down when we had a home group and I'd slide it into the garage. And then when people would, when they would leave, I'd stick it back in the yard. But you know, I felt like he was calling us to do that. And a lot of things happened, but it came down to a situation where we said, okay, God, really, 
if you want us to do this, we need somebody to call us up that doesn't know anything about our situation and tell us Oregon. If you do that, we'll move and I'll lay down my job. Well, just and, to give you just to give you a little insight, wow. um, we are somebody came to buy the house. And so here's my husband, Mr. Faith Man. He's getting ready to move our family. Our kids are three and five. And I honestly was freaking out. So, you know, when God calls you to do something, it doesn't feel easy. And it yeah. was so hard right. for me. And so that's where that that cry came from. Like, you've got to have somebody call us. Like, this is serious stuff. Right. And sure enough, somebody called. She said, I heard the Lord say, Oregon, does that mean anything to you? One thing <laughs> led to another. Mike left his job. We packed up. We didn't know a soul in Oregon. There but was the, one connection. The, I was yep. going to say that. Yep. during This was in 2002. I was following the Elijah list faithfully. Mm -hmm. And I remembered after we were going to go to Crabtree, it's right next to Albany, Oregon. And okay. I realized the Elijah list was there. So we actually called the Elijah list and asked them, tell us what part of town we should live in. And they kind of helped us. We ended up moving wow. there. We ended up going to church with Steve and Doreen, became friends with them from that point. But it was out of that, we moved there and we were wondering what God wanted us to do. And, and so I just said to Mike, you need to go on a trip. You need to go on a missions trip. So we went, he came back and his heart was moved. He saw wow. signs, wonders, and miracles, but his heart was yeah. moved for the kids. So we ended up taking a trip to Uganda. One thing led to another, and we ended up starting Show Mercy International. Had no That's plans crazy. to travel overseas, but we started Show Mercy International in 2004. Yeah. So now we're, we're caring for thousands of kids. We have a medical clinic, a birthing center, um, providing water for people, which you know about. Yes. And um, there's, there's so much going on over there that we never, never imagined. But it's all because of taking that one step and really trusting and having faith and confidence that God was was good and was for us. And if we stepped out, he would take care of us. And he has since that time. So that's kind of the short version of how I all got started. And I think that, our, our, go ahead. As I said, it was kind of an amazing shift that happens that, you know, we lived in orphanages and our kids were in, in high school for a couple of years in Mexico. And, you know, you kind of go thinking, hey, I'm really going to help these people. Mm -hmm. and, and there's just a weird kind of kingdom finance exchange that happens whenever you do something. I don't care if it's just, you know, something small in your community or you, know, you don't have to even go to another country that you, you, you get more blessed than they do. You think I'm helping them and I'm, I'm probably getting more help, you know, than, than I'm even giving. And I, I love this idea because a lot of people, they think missionaries, it's like, I don't know, am I going to walk, I wear like a white shirt and a black tie and I ride a bicycle? Like, what is this? <laughs> am I going to be on a corner handing out tracks to people? You know, am I going to have a bullhorn yelling at people to stop sending? Like, like they don't have a, con like, what does this look like? Right. And you think of something so practical that most people listening to this would take for granted. They're in a community where they can just go to the thermostat and change mm -hmm. it one degree in the direction. You know, they just turn on a faucet. Their, their hose has incredible water that they spray on the grass. And, and, and for you to be able to go and get, I've seen some of the videos where there's, you know, young girls taking jugs into water that you would be nervous with your dog drinking mm -hmm. and, and scooping it up and taking yeah. it back to drink and, and getting malaria, you know, getting these diseases. So something so practical representing Christ in such a practical way mm -hmm. has got to open up relational equity and doors then to do so many other things that are beneficial. And, and, that, and that's part of the reason why we really encourage people to go on trips to Uganda. Um, we actually have a trip scheduled with Elijah Streams in February. You can find information about that on our website as well. But we've had thousands of people come. And whether you're called to Africa or not, we encourage people to go because there's something about stepping out of your comfort zone and watching God use you. You know, in the States mm -hmm. or in the West, a lot of us don't have opportunities to necessarily preach in a church. We can pray for the sick anytime we want to, but people are sometimes afraid to do it. You go over there, everybody wants prayer. Everybody yes. wants wow. you to pray for their business. You know, you see God move. And so then you go and you come back home and you're different than you were when you started. And it, it yeah. actually helps you to function here for the kingdom, you know, better than maybe if you hadn't gone at all. So we really encourage people to go on trips and, and let God unleash purpose in your life. We're all about kicking fear in the butt. And Amen. one of the ways you can do that is going on a missions trip. We are not, we, some people say, oh, I have a call to Africa. We always said we had a call to people and we never mm. realized God was going to use Uganda. And we've had 24 different nations come serve. And like wow. you said, David, it's like you, you, you know, God's using you to inspire people and helping to encourage them. You're sharing the gospel and, and you're seeing God doing miraculous things. But honestly, it draws you closer to him. You just, yes. you just encounter him in a, in a different way because you get out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. and you push yourself past, you choose between fear and faith. 
And when you step past that fear and you realize God is going to show up, you start to build your story and create these stepping stones. It's, it's amazing. I love it. Now, why water? Why, what, what was it about water? Obviously, they, they need it there, but why did you choose water? Well, let me tell you how this happened. This is actually a really, really cool testimony about somebody stepping out of their, their comfort zones. Water is obviously something that's important to everybody. And we have yeah. done some water projects in the past, but we're so we were focused on kids and medical. And there's just so many things that you could do. But this girl came on a trip with us and uh, her name's Brittany. And she went out to the villages and she saw those dirty water sources you were talking mm-hmm. about. She saw mm-hmm. the kids filling up the buckets and she came back and she came to us and said, look, we need to do something. I want to do something to make a difference. Okay. And so we had done some projects, like I said before, but not that many. And so we're like, okay. So we set up a page for her, a fundraising page, and she began to tell her friends and family about it. Next thing you know, she didn't even give that much money herself, but she spread the word, you know? And so she was a catalyst. People started giving. We did that first. Well, they were blown away with the response of the people. So then her friends wanted to do another one. So her, some of her friends did another well. Next thing we had two going. And then we had a third one going. And then, Lori, and then you know, it inspired me. And I thought, who can I reach out to to right. ask if they want to partner? So I, Steve Schultz, Stephen Dream, <laughs> they are the most generous people I know. We've been yeah. friends with them forever. So I was like, I'm going to call Steve. And I called Steve. He didn't even hesitate. He was like, yeah, I'm going to do a well. And then I think the Holy Spirit reminded him of a word he had years ago in the 80s, orphans and clean water. And that's whenever we decided to partner together. And so we're working wow. with Elijah Streams as well as Show Mercy and so, helping to bring water. So since that time, because of her finding purpose on this trip, it created in motion this whole bunch of events. And she wasn't the personal one that did it, but she started it. And now we've done 166 new Woo! clean water wells wow. in, in the past little over two years. That's about <laughs> wow. 50,000 people that have access to clean water now that didn't before. We're doing a well almost every three days right now. That is so, so exciting. And, and you know, people, when we, we every time we have a well, we o- have an opening ceremony and we preach the gospel. We pray for the sick. We encourage people. And we're seeing people come to Jesus by the thousands because of this water. Tell them about the lady. Yeah, there's this, this lady. Really cool. She's 70 years old. She wasn't a believer, but her testimony was when we came in, we they picked her spot to do the water well. She's been praying to what she said, a higher power for 70 years because she's seen people die from the dirty water. They have sure. um, out, a crocodiles eating them. It's, wow. it's terrible. I mean, it's, it's serious. And so yep. whenever we came, she said... I know there is a God now and I have heard you preach about Jesus and I want him. I've been wanting him. I just didn't know his name. And so clean water broke through as like the drilling of the, uh, in the earth, like broke through in her heart and just like she gave her life to the Lord. And so did so many others. When you get the elder in the village, you get the community. And so we're seeing villages come to Jesus because of clean water. So, wow, that is absolutely amazing. So, okay. Flyover family, if they're watching and they want to be a part of donating to that, what's the best way to do that? Best thing is just go to our website at showmercy.org, click on the donate tab, and you'll see an option for clean water and just go through the website and check it out. There's a lot of pictures on there. And uh, yeah, we'd love to, you know, you could sponsor a whole well. You could contribute to part of a well. What, what, does, a whole, what does a whole well cost? So around $10,000. And that includes the celebration with the pastors and a sign that encourages people. Sometimes people will dedicate a well to maybe a family member that had passed away or in, in memory of somebody or in honor of somebody. Or maybe they just put a scripture verse on there because every day those people go to that water source. They're seeing, they're being reminded of the love of Jesus and why they have that water. So, yeah, $10,000 is one well, but uh, we, we, we're happy to combine donations and do whatever we can. Sure. I yeah, love and, it. And even be a, and be a part of that. It's amazing because it's such an essential thing. Yeah. You can go a lot longer without eating than you can without mm-hmm. drinking. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, sure. and you think of these practical things like just the logistics of getting water from a source without getting eaten by a crocodile. It's yeah. like, it's these true. are things, mm-hmm. any kind of maternal instinct in people. Why, if you saw any child, if you're at the park and you saw them going towards a mud puddle to drink of it, mm-hmm. you, you would say, stop, stop. Hey lady, your kid's about to drink this water. Mm-hmm. That for some of these, that's their only option. Yeah. You know, it's and then, then yeah. to get to stop that is un- unbelievable. And then you all had mentioned about like a missions trip. If somebody wanted to go on a missions trip, how would they do that? 
Yeah, same thing. Go to our website. There's a missions tab at the top, and you could actually see trips that we have upcoming. And you could come anytime. We have people at our base almost every week of the year. There's somebody there. We have a staff of 50 full-time Ugandan employees that are there that are amazing, Jesus-loving, kingdom-oriented people. And so we, we have teams come all the time, individuals come all the time. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to have you come and join us and see for yourself. We'll, we'll take you out. We'll find a water source like that, and we'll put a water well in there, and you can see the transformation. It's crazy. That is amazing. You guys, thank you so much for coming on. I'd love to have you back on again yes. and, and share more testimonies and, and, and more stories. I know we could go for, for hours and hear those. It's so encouraging. And I think hearing your story, just like a weight loss testimonial, it's like, hey, what can I do? Yeah. You know, it's like it, <laughs> It is, exactly. It, when, when somebody does something, it inspires you, you know, yeah. and, and, and you guys are that. And, and Flyover Family, I just encourage you, if you feel that kind of burn of like, man, I'm going to partner with that, move with it. That's the mm-hmm. move of the Holy Spirit asking you to lean into something. And when you see somebody doing something good, it feels good to partner with it, throw gas on maybe even what they're doing. And you might not be able to, but you can throw gas on their fire. You guys are an inspiration. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank, Thank you. you. We really appreciate y'all and the work you're doing as well. Yes, awesome. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. All right, let's get our stuff together here. Hi, I'm David White. <laughs> <laughs> If we can skip the hi, my name's David part, because that's where I got attend to derail. Hi. But I did good. See, look. First thing it says, say your name. Say your name. Say your name, David White. Have you been wondering what to do with the spare time you have on Saturday mornings? Have I got a way for you to fill that time? Not cleaning your garage, folding your laundry, or doing something with yourself. Filling your head with worthless information about... What may or may not have happened 5,000 years ago. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or about chemtrails in the sky? Or have you ever had a friend at at school talk to you about... Friend at school. (laughs) (laughs) Some days when you're sitting there with your lunch pail and you're talking to your friend at school, they they bring up your flat earth and you think it's a flat I don't know if your flat earth is flat or not. I don't know. Alligators are angry because they got all those teeth and no toothbrush. (laughs) And it's all true. And we talk about it every Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're talking about Rubik's Cubes and stuff. <laughs> we like to have conversations with people that have made documentaries, written books. Oh, this is terrible. I can like feel myself hating watching this later. Okay, give me a swoosh. Let's do this thing for real this time. I got a show for you. <laughs> my, my, hang on, my, my eyes red now? You won't be able to tell in there. Peter can fix it. He can run it through a filter. Can you run it through the Brad Pitt filter and get rid of my red eye? Oh, I'm probably doing the world a disservice. In 1971, President Nixon officially ended the gold standard and replaced it with the petrodollar, in which OPEC agreed to price their oil in U.S. dollars in exchange for U.S. military protection. This blood money deal preserved U.S. control over the world economy. But when the U.S. weaponized the swift payment system against Russia, BRICS became the only viable solution for the rest of the world. Reuters in New Delhi reported that last May, the State Bank of India rejected Indian Oil Corp's planned payment in U.S. dollars for Russian oil. 
and so they went to a private bank and settled their trade for Russian oil by paying in yuan to the Bank of China and have continued to do so since. A shortage of U.S. dollars in Argentina has caused commercial banks to allow the Chinese yuan as a form of currency in savings and checkings accounts. Argentina has already been issuing securities in the Chinese yuan and has made a $2.7 billion payment to the International Monetary Fund using the Chinese BRICS currency. The Federal Reserve Bank's FedNow is scheduled for launch by the end of July. FedNow is officially an update to the Federal Reserve's payment processing and settlement system and appears to be a backdoor to creating a central bank digital currency. Private blockchain operator Tassat has partnered with the Federal Reserve's new payment system and will serve as an interface for FedNow. FedNow will also connect with Metal Blockchain, whose CEO and founder claims will allow banks to prepare for an eventual central bank digital currency, along with bank-issued stablecoins. The idea of a central bank digital currency is already hugely unpopular with the majority of Americans. But according to Dale Hauser, it is being set up to destroy alternative blockchain solutions, such as Ripple and Stellar. And if the powers that be are successful in destroying the U.S. economy, then the only other option to accepting a CBDC would be some sort of revolution, which would be nearly impossible seeing as how divided the populist movement is within the left-right paradigm. Last week in China, the World Economic Forum proclaimed that the entire world needs to switch to a central bank digital currency with expiry dates and restrictions on undesirable purchases. They proposed using artificial intelligence to censor hate speech and disinformation on the Internet and using artificial intelligence to control a global social credit system that will involve wearable devices. I, I think they're going to use this financial crisis as an opportunity to start to float the idea of the central bank digital currency as a solution. Uh, I think the, they're going to dangle UBI, uh, uh, universal ba basic income, as a uh, goodie, and uh, they're going to um, try to tie it all to the CBDC. So if you do take the UBI, you probably have to have the CBDC. And I think that's what I think that ultimately is what we're going to see in starting in Q1 of 2024. So the government comes out with the UBI. It doesn't have to be large. It could even be like, you know, a, a few grand a year or maybe more. But you got to take it right. via the CBDC. So it starts. It starts the process. Yeah, I think that's I think we're going to start to see those types of ideas floated, whether they get implemented or not. Is up to us to spread the word that this is. You know, if I'm right, and this ha and I, and and I say what they're going to do, and then they start doing what I said they were going to do, and enough people are awake to it, we can thwart it. Knowledge is key. Uh, time and time is urgent right now. We are 42 days away from the meeting in South Africa of the BRICS nations. Uh, we're about two weeks away from the implementation of the FedNow mm -hmm. system, which is already in the works. Um, we reached out about a month and a half ago. If you follow the show regularly, you know that we've been doing this weekly segment because, hey, we need answers and we need to be making uh, uh, wise, decisions. wise decisions in every area of our life. If we were to go back in time to 2019 and we were doing shows about, hey, uh, there's this thing coming called a, uh, coronavirus pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, you need to be aware of, of, uh, tests and masks and, and vitamin D and hydroxychloroquine. Like if we were doing those shows, you'd be like, there's no pandemic. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Like that would have been very valuable information, whether you recognize it or not. We had that crisis with the vaccine crisis right now. This is the most urgent thing that will impact the life of every single person watching mm -hmm. this, whether you think it will or not, it definitely will impact you 42 ways away from that meeting. And we can make wise choices and we can't yeah. avert this storm. So we have somebody that has uh, not just more questions, but as answers, there's a book called The Great Reset versus The Great Awakening. And The Great Awakening is taking place. It can't be stopped. And here to talk about it is Clay Clark. Yay! Oh, yeah. Yes. Wow. This lighting is incredible here. It, it, it makes me look a little less pale. I was little I, last week. I almost looked tan. Now the tan is fading away. I'm still I'm getting back into my paleness there, Dave. I don't want to mislead the listeners. I am much more pale than what you think, folks. Yeah. Is this the real? Is this the real Clay Clark? Yeah, we're not sure. Well, Clay, lots of stuff happening. Um, you have an uncanny ability. Um, you know, we we do follow profits. We listen to profits, but you have an, an ability to like look around 
almost like a character in a horror movie, you know, where you see people like, I don't know, there's a noise out in the barn. Maybe we should go there. And everybody goes, there's always a smart person that's like, that seems like danger. We shouldn't go into the barn. There's blood on the ground. There's all these things. We shouldn't go out into the barn where the guy with the hockey mask is. Like you have the ability to pick up on the things that are happening around you and use your brain uh, to uh, predict what's mm-hmm. happening next. What is the intent of the of the people around you? And I think that is really valuable right now. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'll just say this: uh, If anyone wants to know my process, I don't. I, I prefer to talk about how to grow businesses, and so this is me. This is my process. If you're breaking it down, mm-hmm. how do I do that? Um, I get up every morning at three. I go to bed at nine. I go to bed at nine. Wake up at three. That's what I do. Wake up at three. So why do I go to what? I go to bed at nine. So I sleep six hours. Wake up at three. And between three and about seven, most days, I don't really speak to anybody else, and I just do research. So it's like four hours a day. So as an example, General Flynn sent me a, a wonderful uh, video, and I say wonderful, I mean General Flynn is a wonderful man, and he sent me a, a message with wonderful intent. I did not like the video he sent me, um, but it's China's Premier Li speaking at the World Economic Forum about essentially a Chinese-planned uh, world takeover. They're almost speaking as though it's already happening. Their, their event was actually called the New Champions Event. So if you go to YouTube today and you just look up annual meeting World Economic Forum New Champions, you can see this is what they call it, the New Champions Event. And their guy, this is their guy, Premier Lee, he gets up there and he starts holding court talking about how, you know, it's basically a foregone conclusion and, and we're going to go ahead and, and uh, implement this thing. And here we go. And there's their set. And there it's a real thing. So it was about a 30 minute video and it's probably the worst video I've ever had to watch. But I made myself watch it. There's subtitles everywhere. And that's really, Dave, how I get this information is I just suffer through it. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I don't enjoy it. So the, mm-hmm. I guess the action for anyone out there that wants to have more discernment as to what's going on, I highly recommend you start off your day by um, reading the gospel, you know, and specifically if you want to hop mm-hmm. into right where we're at right now, mm-hmm. you read Luke chapter 21, you read Matthew chapter 24, you read Revelation chapter 6, you read Daniel chapter 2. So if you read Daniel chapter 2, you know you're looking for some kind of technology that would mix the miry clay with the iron or man with machine transhumanism. If you read Revelation chapter 13, you're looking for something that that, uh, would make it impossible for someone to buy or sell without this technology under their skin. If you're reading Matthew chapter 24, you're looking for wars and rumors of wars and famines and pestilences and these sorts of things. And then if you, if you read those things, then you have kind of a, uh, a radar up almost where you, then you can see the news of the day Mm -hmm. and you can hone in, on those things as they relate to our lives. But what I don't do, and I think a lot of people make a mistake of this, and I would encourage everybody to not do this, I don't start my day by responding to text messages, emails, and random social media posts. Mm. I don't ever watch the news. I don't ever watch the news. I do not ever watch the news. I don't listen to uh, opinions of random people. So as an example, um, I watched Robin Bullock's uh, presentation that Stacy sent me, um, and this was a thing where Robin Bullock said things but I didn't blindly listen to what Robin said. I, I listened, but I'm not just blindly accepting mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, he must be right. And it turns out what Robin said um, about AI being woven into the church fabric is true. But I think if we're not careful, Dave, we wake up, we respond to the texts and the emails, and then we blindly listen to the random opinions of other people. And even though I respect your, your wife, Stacy, there, and even though I respect Robin Bullock quite a bit, I don't blindly accept anything as true, and I do my own research. And I would encourage everybody to do the same thing today. So as you're listening to today's show, I'll cite everything we're talking about, but I encourage everybody Please do not blindly believe me. And to quote the late, great Ronald Reagan, President Reagan, he said, trust but verify. Or to quote the founder of Intel, only the paranoid survive. So with a little bit of paranoia, I encourage you to watch the rest of the show. Mark Mark, Mark Twain said, trust everybody but cut the deck. You know, I think that's a good good philosophy. So I have a question for you. Um, In all the research, you know, uh, that video that we played as an open, that's something that you've put out on uh, the Thrive Time Uh, Rumble channel, Uh, one of the things that he talked about at the end is that we can thwart this, we can stop this, that knowledge is uh, power. What is your thought on all that, on all of your research, everything they're trying to do with BRICS and the CBDCs, what what have you found? Okay, well, um, there's, uh, let's fire off uh, seven quick facts so everyone can look this up, okay? So first off, um, MIT developed what is called the quantum dot. So everyone should look it up. Just type in MIT quantum dot. 
Okay. And uh, someone says, I've got carpal tunnel. It's really tough. You got to push through. Uh, MIT quantum dot. So you look it up and you go, wow, that's a technology that stores your medical and financial records under your skin. Why would that technology exist? Okay. Second, you want to look up MIT CBDCs and you go, why would MIT, the same MIT that made the quantum dot, why would they develop these CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies? What? Hmm. Uh, then you go, you know, let's go to quant.network, quant.network. Why would Gilbert Verdian, the CEO and founder of quant.network, say out loud during interviews that the entirety of Wall Street has been captured and that it is a foregone conclusion because CBDs are here. They're not a thing in the future. They're happening now. This is things he's saying out loud. He's saying they're happening now. We've captured the whole of Wall Street. What? Quant.network. Fourth thing, look up MIT, Epstein, and Gates. You go, man, why would the world's most prolific pedophile, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, a guy who was so committed to Satan, he put a temple on his island to pray to Satan. By the way, this just in, the world's mo most prolific pedophile, Jeffrey Epstein, wasn't praying to Jesus on his island. <laughs> That's no. He wasn't praying to Jesus. So he had a, a temple on his island. Why did he fund this MIT lab? Next question, question number five. Why did Bill Gates... The Bill Gates, you know, the Bill Gates, the guy who's obsessed with putting these shots under your skin, the guy obsessed, the guy who funded the models that said that 2.2 million people would die from COVID. That's Bill Gates. The guy who was uh, buying up all the farmland. That's Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. The guy who has a satanic spiritual advisor, uh, Marina Abramovich, his spiritual advisor is Marina Abramovich, a satanic spirit cooker. Why would he be funding this lab? I don't know. Question number six. Question number six, why would McCarthy, who's a member of the World Economic Forum, by the way, the World Economic Forum, their logo is 666. Look it up, folks. Mm -hmm. The World Economic Forum, their logo is 666. Why would McCarthy, who's a member of the World Economic Forum, why would he just give Joe Biden an unlimited ability to spend? Mm. Could it be they're trying to destroy the dollar? And the final question, mm -hmm. number seven, is why was Joe Biden the keynote speaker at the World Economic Forum in 2016, where he talked about, quote unquote, mastering the fourth industrial revolution and the Great Reset? Joe Biden was selected. He's the keynote speaker at the World Economic Forum. Could it be part of a plan? Could it be part of a plan? I think this is part of a plan. This is part of a plan. Part of a plan. This is part of a plan. So that's what's going on. And now, does that mean that that uh, these supervillains, these modern-day World Economic Forum globalists will implement their plan without any pushback from the Christian church? Um, that's only for God to know. But I, I'm, I'm a fact guy, and I'm certainly not a prophet. And so the way I look at it, and I, this is why I like Stacey's sh uh, show so much, is I believe the order, and someone could correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the order I think we're supposed to have within our culture and then this is the order we're supposed to have as a family. Now, somebody will correct me, but this is what I'm going to say. I believe we're supposed to, God is at the head of our country, should be. After God, we should have prophets, people that spend a disproportionate amount of their time talking to God. Then after that, then we should give God prophets. Then we should have preachers or, or teachers of the gospel. And then we should have politicians. That's how I think the org chart. So God prophets, preachers, and politicians. That's the order I think that we should we should be in our country. And as a family, I think we should have God, then the husband is the head of the household, then you have the wife, then you have the kids. You know, so the other day my kid said to me, Dad, Dad, you and mom on Friday night, you're going to here and there. Can we go? No. Why? Because I'm married <laughs> to your mom and you can't go. Why? Exactly. Because you're, you're less important than them, than her. And they go, what? I said, no, no, you are less important than her. She's my wife. You're not. And they're like, oh, wow, I don't understand. Yeah, so it's like, but a lot of families get that twisted. So let's look at the modern American family. This is what I think is happening in the modern American family and the modern American government. This is why I, I think this is happening. I think people put God last. So they're like, mm -hmm. well, I'll put God last. And then they put paid off politicians first or political correctness first. And then they're like, well, since the org chart is already screwed up, uh, why don't we... Let's put the pastors, let's do the politicians who are paid off. Then we'll throw in uh, some paid off pastors. And why don't we throw in, eh, let's throw in uh, just celebrities and random opinions of other people. And we'll put God last and let's see how that works.
Mm-hmm. And I think in families, people go, well, let's let's put the, the needs of our kids first, yeah. you know, because Bobby, he wants ice cream and it's his birthday and he's such a good kid. And we're just going to give him his ice cream. And we don't want, you know, Carl to have to retake it. There's no, there's, no, there's no kid's name, Carl. How about a kid named Madison? You don't want your kid <laughs> named Madison right. to feel bad that they got a C on their test because they're terrible at school. So now you lower the curve. So you go to the teacher. This is what parents do. They go to the teacher. Teacher, my child, Madison's just not doing very well. Can we lower the curve? Okay, yeah. So now your kid's got a C, but you know it's a D. And so we got the kids first. And then we go, let's let the soccer moms, let's let the friends of the soccer moms, let's let them be in charge. And then the husband, let's keep him quiet. and Let's make TV shows about dumb husbands that are totally weak and are effeminate. Let's do that. And yep. then that's the culture we live in now. Mm-hmm. So you have a feminine running around listening to the whims of soccer moms who are pontificating on TikTok, and you have paid off politicians leading the way. And that's how we've gotten in this place. So um, Amanda Grace is what I would consider to be a bona fide prophet. Uh, Robin Bullock and someone, again, people feel free to disagree. I'm just telling you, I've watched the historical mm-hmm. output of what Robin Bullock and what Amanda Grace have said. And I feel like they are what we would call accurate prophets. Man, it's interesting that you say that, Clay, because um, last week when I had you on the show, we were talking about a prophetic word that Amanda Grace had given um, about bricks. Well, this is interesting because uh, there's a new prophetic word uh, that I did, that she actually revealed to me from April the 7th that goes along with bricks and then what happened with bricks. I want to play this for you real fast because it's really interesting. Says the Lord, China's erector set shall lose a piece, says the Lord. The BRICS nation shall lose a letter, says the Lord. Interesting, um, because you were, we were talking about BRICS, and so I would love to play a, a real quick clip for you, because on, again, the same voice, Amanda Grace, but this prophetic word came to her on July the 1st. She delivered it on July the 3rd, but the Lord actually gave her a part about BRICS. For some of the BRICS, now this is capitalized, and it's spelled B-R-I-C-S. Some of the BRICS shall fall off, says the Lord. There shall be a breaking off of such as some realize the vendetta that lies underneath and will not partake in a shell to hide such corrupt dealings, says the Lord. crazy so july the 10th that tweet came out in a major blow to BRICS. india has backed out from creating a common BRICS currency for trade well this is what you know and i again i i just i'm a fact guy so for the prophets you got to listen to your show because that's where the interesting conversations are but um you know it's called the uh the, the club of rome that's a report that was uh, – ha- Klaus Schwab has openly said that in 1971, he started the World Economic Forum per the recommendation of Henry Kissinger. So Henry Kissinger, also the top advisor for Richard Nixon, who told Nixon to get off the gold standard in 1971. Henry, Henry Kissinger was mentoring Schwab, Klaus Schwab, founder of the World Economic mm-hmm. Forum, and Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon. Okay. <laughs> I know it's kind of blurry, but that still works. Okay. So, we see anyway, it. So we get it. That works. That was the, the the guy, Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger also introduced the petrodollar. He convinced America to team up with Saudi Arabia to introduce the fiat-backed. Fiat means currency via decree, petrodollar. Henry Kissinger convinced uh, Nixon to export our jobs to China. That's Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger is still around, by the way. So that's Henry Kissinger. So um, then the Club of Rome report was a report that Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum helped to author an issue in the early 1970s. And it called for the dividing of the earth into 10 economic kingdoms. Now, people out there that read the Bible a lot, you talk about uh, King, let's pull up the book of Revelation. I'm going to pull it up right here. The book of Revelation, and you talk about the ten horns, okay, the ten horns. And uh, what am I saying? Uh, if you ever read the Bible in a while, folks, just go to Revelation chapter 17, let it happen. Feel the flow. Can I read the Bible without a pastor? Yeah, you can read it yourself. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I've never done it before. Do it. It's all right. You can do it. You can do it. So you read the Bible. And uh, so it says here in the 10 horns, which thou sawest are 10 kings, which have received no kingdom as of yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. So it's clear they have a plan to break the earth into 10 economic regions. That's the plan of the Club of Rome, the World Economic Mm -hmm. Forum. That's the plan. 
And uh, so the plan was at the BRICS conference in August to announce the addition of five additional members of BRICS. They already have Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. That's five countries. And the plan was to introduce an additional five members or more. So many people that are in the theological space have said they believe that is the 10 economic regions or kingdoms. So if India pulls out, uh, one for anybody who's kind of new at geography or, you know, uh, India is a big place mm -hmm. and they're – populous place. And if they were to pull out, that would uh, create a problem for the BRICS plan because um, they need India. Who's they? Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. They need India to participate in order to make this happen. So if there is to be a way to stop it, that would be a great way to, to stop it. So um, my, my prayer, my hope, my thoughts would be, I hope that that happens because that would be incredible. So but, I don't know the imaginations of that, but I, I, would, I hope that happens. Well, let me huge. ask you this. What does that actually technically look like? Because that doesn't mean, hey, India is still on our team and they're going to be only dedicated to mm -hmm. the U.S. petrodollar. Nope. Yeah. It, what, what is their plan? They may, not, they may not financially need that team in order to survive. Well, they're the strongest financial system of those nations. But they probably have their own plan in place because they're a huge purchaser of gold. And I try to um, uh, never be um, underwhelming for your listeners. I want to throw off a lot of facts, but I also want to allow enough space for us to kind of marinate on these ideas. So, mm -hmm. again, if you're hearing this for the first time, you know, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they are openly teaming up together. This is not a new thing. They've been working right. on this for years. In preparation for this, all the countries that are applying to join BRICS, which would be I mean, these are countries that have made it known they want to join BRICS. That would be Saudi Arabia, Venezuela. Iran, everybody. So you have now over 70% of the Earth's population has stated they want to join BRICS. And these countries in preparation for this have been hoarding the Earth's gold. They're hoarding. Mm -hmm. the, the more gold has been purchased in the last year than since they've been keeping track of this. These are all facts. So this is big. So what's happening now is Russia's – for anybody who doesn't know this – PBS is public broadcasting system. Sh sh shocking. You know, it's controlled by the government. So that's why mm -hmm. they tend to put out, get your kids vaccinated, get them the booster. You know, it's, it's like Sesame Street meets, meets go vaccinate your kids. That's, that's, that's what they're doing. PBS, public broadcasting system. With government funding. Yep. The, the government funding. So the, the, the Russian version of that is called RT News. And so Russian news is now confirming that Russia is going to be teaming up with the Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa to introduce a gold-backed programmable central bank currency. So outside of the news report that you are reporting, Stacey, and what uh, uh, Amanda Grace has said, it looks as though all systems are go to implement um, BRICS. Now, as it relates to the purchasing of uh, precious metals, I just want to be super clear here. Um, I uh, have a white van. But I'm not in the van right now. What? You're not in the van. It looks like you're in the van. So I have the white van. What? Because I'm, I'm, I'm a prepper. I'm preparing to go home today. What? You're crazy. So I'm preparing to go home today. You've been to my home. You've been to my office. It's about 400 yards. I got to make the commute. It's about 400 yards. I get in the van. I'm going to hang a left. Up the hill. Left. I'm home. 400. I mean, literally, it's 400 yards away from my office. But I have the van in preparation for the trip. And by the way, there's gas in the van. Wow, you're a real prepper. So I've got the <laughs> gas. I've got the van. I have, I have an insured too. So all those things are together. And to me, it's just common sense. That's called being a proactive person, I would think. Mm -hmm. However, there are some people in my life, not in your life, but just in my life, who, who I have hundreds of employees. And there are certain people that say, uh, excuse me, boss. This happens. It's not. Thankfully, it's only five percent of my employees that are like this. Maybe four percent. But excuse me, boss. Can I get a ride home? I'm going. What? <laughs> um, I don't have a way home. And I'm going. Did you? How did you get here? Well, I had my boyfriend drop me off. So your boyfriend dropped you off. Did you not ask him to pick you up? Well, I hadn't really got a chance to ask him. Could you take me home? You have a van. I'm like. No, you're a, you're, a, you're a woman. I'm not driving you home alone. No, just no, no, no. I'll find someone. This happens every single day, every day. So are these people not preppers? Obviously not. It's crazy. It's We've all gone out to dinner yeah. with people that go, oh, what do you know? I forgot my wallet. Can you pay, Carl? <laughs> you, you know, they had no intention to pay for the meal. So what I'm saying 
is Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're going to introduce a programmable central bank digital currency based in Shanghai, controlled by the New Development Bank. All the gold's been purchased. It's a foregone conclusion. Here we go. Quant.network is ready to roll. CBDCs are ready to roll. So just in the way that I have a van that has gas in it in preparation to drive home, I think everybody out there with a sound mind, a sound mind, everybody out there with a mind that works, um, you should have precious metals as your storer of value as your hedge against inflation, as your way to protect uh, your your yourself in the event of a hyperinflation event, which we're currently in. So if you think I'm a conspiracy theory nut to have gas in my car and to own a van in preparation to go home, mm-hmm. um, that is how I look at buying precious metals. And someone says, well, that seems crazy. Well, again, I've been self-employed, guys, you know, since I was 15 years old. If you look it up right now, this is a real fact. Hopefully your producer can look this up. According to Inc. Magazine, 96% of businesses fail. Look it up. 96% of businesses fail. Why? Because most people who are business owners don't prepare. They don't prepare for a cash flow crunch. They don't prepare to lose a key client. They don't prepare for the lawsuit. And guess what I do? I prepare. So I'm just telling you, if you're out there and you have a sound mind, I think you should take a quarter of your your net worth and buy precious metals from someone you can trust. And because you have a sound mind, I would encourage you to schedule at least two consultations with somebody you can trust. And you guys have a uh, a decade-plus relationship with Dr. Yeah. Dr. Kirk Elliott, so you guys feel good about Kirk, and that's wonderful. I would just say schedule two consultations, at least compare, mm-hmm. because when Venezuela uh, – took their currency and went into hyperinflation and essentially ended the value of the currency when Zimbabwe did this, when Yugoslavia did this, when Iraq, Iraq just banned the U.S. dollar. Currently, it's 4,000 denarii for every U.S. dollar, and Iraq just banned the use of the dollar. They don't typically notify people and say, excuse me, is now a convenient time for us to oh, just end your currency because we care about <laughs> right. your feelings. Right. Right. No, these are ruthless, tyrannical people that want to weaponize the currency. So it is wise to schedule a consultation with somebody today. And in the event that things turn out great and you want to go ahead and sell your gold and silver, almost every gold and silver company that I've ever bought from, they are. when you call them, they'll go, do you want to buy or sell gold? And the reason why they ask you that question is because they're buying gold all day. And the way it works typically, guys, is these gold companies, and I'll just use an example like goldline.com or Kirk Elliott, whatever. They'll call you if you call them, they're going to say, Do you want to buy or sell gold? And if you say, I want to sell it, they'll say, Well, the spot price today is approximately $2,000. And so we're going to go ahead and buy it today for less than it's worth. You know, like if you sell a piece of real estate, typically the realtor gets a 6% commission. You know, it's a similar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then they make money. And then they turn around the next caller. Thank you for calling. Yada, yada. How can I help you? And they go, yeah, I'd like to buy gold. And they go, okay. And then they mark it up a little bit. And that's how they make their money is in that spread. So there's always a market for gold and silver should you not need to use it. But I just, I, I just, I want your listeners to be prepared. That's my, that's my focus. Hmm. And, and I, I think it's important to like, 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 if you're taking marriage tips, take them from somebody that has fruit in that area of their life. If you're getting weight loss tips or exercise tips, take them from somebody that has fruit in that area. Mm-hmm. You know, Clay takes his van 400 feet up the deal. I don't call Clay for like workout tips. Hey, Clay, Clay, what's the, what's the best form for a curl? You know, there's what you're going to do is you're going to get in the van and you're going to drive and you're going to hang a left. And then that's, what's going to burn. Like, I think a calorie day. Yeah. And, and but, if you're doing, don't go outside, you maintain that pale complexion. That's what you do, Dave. That's the tips. Thank you. But when it comes to, to business, when you listen to someone like Robert Kiyosaki, yeah. he has been true since the 90s on housing crisis, stocks.com, the housing crisis. Yeah. We just interviewed uh, uh, G. Edward Griffin this week. Like that show comes out on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday night of this, of this week. The guy is brilliant. Going back to the 60s, literally called his shot, everything. Every person you talk to that would have the fruit in that area of their life is saying the same thing. And I know some listeners are like, all these same people, they talk about getting gold and silver. You wonder why. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are the people I want to get advice from. Now, again, I may not call Clay and say, Clay, what's the best form for a squat? You know, it's like, I want well, Clay, I want... You want to get the van, Dave, and you want to go <laughs> left. And then you go left again, 
And then that's how you stay pale, David. You burn one calorie. That's <laughs> it. I, I, I would ask a guy that in order to keep 160 businesses going, started holding town square meetings in his office during lockdowns and was talking about Kerry Mullisk and the PCR test. And 99.99% of you would have been like, well, what's a PCR test? Mm-hmm. And he had all the data and numbers. Not because he wanted to be the expert on PCR tests, because he wanted to keep his businesses open from a selfish motivation of, you know what, I have an obligation to keep these going. I have to know. And so if if you work for a company and you think Boeing is going to take care of it, you didn't have to know those things, but it was handy information. Mm -hmm. It could benefit you. The same thing on the gold and silver. It's like this is a move that will allow you an umbrella and an option to sort of like tell this system to pound sand a little bit and not get run over by it. And for those of you that would think, well, I don't have a lot of money to be doing this stuff. Do not let what I would almost consider a demonically based poverty mindset to block you. One piece of silver, one ounce you can get for $25. If your mind is not open enough to do something, to get one thing, then then there's something literally wrong with your, your, your thinking. There's a deception in place that is a whole separate show, a whole separate conversation. But don't let, well, I don't have a million dollars in an IRA. I'm not rich like Clay Clark. Well, is one ounce of silver. Go find it from somewhere. Go to a pawn shop. Like do something. We don't care how and where you do it. But this is the alarm right now that would have been 2019, would have been hydroxychloroquine, PCR test. Mm -hmm. We would have informed you of those things. And then the vaccines came. This is the thing right now. And we're going to get through this. And I think God is in charge and there is hope on the other side. But you, but you also got to listen to the weather report. And when it's blizzarding, you can't go out, well, I thought it'd be nice today. And I'm wearing sandals in in a Tommy Bahama shirt. This is not yep. the day for sandals and Tommy Bahama. This is a day for a coat and mm-hmm. and boots. Again, we're just telling you that, and it's just it's just you know, a fact. It's not personal. It's just a fact, and we can adapt to it and survive. Dave, I want to introduce one idea, kind of interject one thing, and maybe Stacy can't relate to this. So this is probably just you know between you and me, Dave. Uh, but okay, you can just yeah. drink your coffee. A lot of times, I'll just, yeah, I'll give me a gift card for Christmas. A lot of times people give me gift gift cards for Christmas. And I and I and as a man, I, I kind of like it's kind of like you just handed me 20 bucks and I, I want to say thank you. So I'm like, thank you. You know, Christmas how it is, it's like here's a gift card. And, and I I don't know. And so I take the gift card. It's to a place I don't want to go to. Like you give me a gift card to Shields or Foot Locker or Olive Garden. I don't want to go there. I'm not going to go there. I don't I'm not going. And, <laughs> but but I, I'm not going to like argue with you. I'm going to go thank you for the gift. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. But I'm thinking inner dialogue, and this probably just I'm a hardened, calloused man. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I wish they would have just given me 20 bucks or just give me a high five <laughs> or a card or a finger painting. Why are they giving me a gift card? So I got this gift card, and I don't use that gift card. But then I, every once in a while I'm going, well, I've opened my gift card, and I got my Costanza wallet, and I've got every possible gift card from like <laughs> my kids are like, Dad, let's go to the mall and use them. You've got like 14 gift cards. And I'm like, sure, let's go. So you go into Foot Locker, wherever the crap, you go in there, and they go, ah, oh, sorry, sir, that card expired. And I'm like, expired? What? And I'm like, sir, this is seven years old. And I'm like, oh, come <laughs> on. You know, then I, so then we go to Foot Locker. I'm serious. So then we go to Olive Garden. They're like, sir, this is expired. I'm like, how is it expired? I just got this yesterday. And my kids are like, dad, you got that 12 years ago. You were like 30 <laughs> years old. And you got it. I'm like, stop it. And then like, like and so I know, and, and I'm sure this has happened. This to is Blockbuster. This is good as gold. This is yeah. good as money. Right. It's going to Blockbuster. Reopen it. Bring me that movie. Terminator 2. I want it now. It's very relevant. But what happens is, is that um, your money is like a gift card right now that's expiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, such a great it point. It really is. It is expiring. If, if you and I, if we haven't come to grips with the idea that our money is expiring, um, then you need to look up, just go to Google right now and type it in, type in, um, uh, you go to YouTube tonight and type in uh, world economic forum, expiring money. <laughs> and the, the, one of their top financial experts at Cornell spoke at the world economic forum, their new champions event in China. And he actually described central bank digital currencies as expiring money. So I don't know what more can make this more analogous. So maybe he needs to mm-hmm. say, and so what we're going to do is introduce expiring gift cards so we'll yes. give everybody footlock or gift cards and they're going to expire. It, maybe that would sound the alarm, but that's what they're doing with our money. It's yeah. called Fed now. It's called CBDCs. It was off, put into uh, the legislation was signed or the executive order was signed by Joe Biden. Executive order 14067, 14067. It's happening. I don't want it to happen. And uh, short of a miracle, which, by the way, Amanda Grace has prophesied that. 
uh, mm-hmm. then I, I, short of a miracle, you're going to want to have some precious metals. Man, such a great point. And we're next 42 days, we're going to be hammering mm-hmm. on this because yep. we that's our responsibility right now. Again, mm-hmm. this is 2019. We'd be talking about PCR tests and hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin mm-hmm. and whatever else. Like this is the window right now. This is the thing that will affect you. This is our responsibility. Yep. So Clay, before we let we let you go, how many tickets are left for the event in August, well, the reawakening event in Las Vegas? The air conditioned yep. event. Yeah, we, and by the way, we just hit the threshold of 550. So it's like 540 tickets are left. Wow. Um, I just spoke to Alex Jones and his team, and I just want to be very clear. Um, Alex will be there. Owen Troyer will be there. Uh, Roseanne will be there. Okay, will be there. Roger Stone will be there. Um, fascinating, by the way. Uh, Roger Stone, I'm interviewing Roger Stone later today. Roger went to Las Vegas with President Trump on his uh, Nevada uh, campaign rally tour. And uh, Roger Stone, Mel Gibson, and President Trump were all backstage at this event discussing the status of America. I mean, really, it's the who's who at this point who are fighting to save this republic. They're all attending these events. So you're going to see Roger Stone. You're going to see Sean Foyt. You're going to see Liz Crokin. You're going to see Amanda Grace, uh, Simone Gold. The lineup just continues to grow. The, The North Carolina Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson will now be there. Love that guy. Um, every day we're updating the flyer, adding new speakers. Jim Brewer. It's going to be a great event. Roseanne. I just encourage everybody out there today. Two things. One, go to timetofreeamerica.com to request that ticket. Timetofreeamerica.com and use promo code flyover. Promo code flyover for a chance to win a backstage pass. We are going to have the meet and greet hosted by the Flyover Conservatives. You guys on Thursday. So Thursday yep. is going to be the meet and greet. Friday doors open at six a.m. We go until eight p.m. Uh, let's say nine p.m. Um, Don Jr. will be in the house, um, and then we have the event on Saturday. Saturday. So it's 70 speakers over two days, and we're gathering together to share the truth, and we're trying to honor what the Bible said in Hebrews 10.25. I'll pull it up so I don't misquote it. It's Hebrews 10.25, which reads from the Bible, and I know that pastors uh, should be reading this to us more, but they don't. So here we go. It says here, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much more as ye see the day approaching. We need to continue to get together, to exhort one another, to encourage one another, to motivate one another, to push one another, to fight for our freedoms. That's Hebrews 10.25. So one, get those tickets at timetofreeamerica.com. And then two, schedule a consultation with some precious metals expert you can trust. I'm telling you, when you have your money in an IRA and a mutual fund, and all of a sudden you see the stocks go down to zero, that's not going to be fun for you. I encourage you to schedule a consultation and invest in some sound money with some sort of precious metals expert that you can trust. Thank you guys for putting up with me. And uh, Dave, what you want to do is you want to go out of the driveway. You want to hang a left <laughs> and you burn a calorie, Dave. And then what you'll do is you, you don't go outside and that's how you stay pale. That's how you do it, Dave. That is awesome. Sounds Clay, great. thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread a light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God put to the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. This reawakened tour is literally what it means. It has reawakened the American heart. All right, folks, the box fan plan is no longer needed. We're bringing the Reawaken America Tour Las Vegas, Nevada, 
indoors, baby. We've got a climate-controlled, beautiful facility that we are building at the beautiful Craig Ranch, which is seven miles north of the Trump International Hotel. So if you're there and you want it to go well and you don't like the box fan plan, I get it. We now have a climate-controlled indoor facility that will be constructed and built there at the Craig Ranch, seven miles north of Trump. Uh, International Hotel Las Vegas, Nevada. So stay at the Trump International Las Vegas, Nevada, and then you'll be staying in a climate-controlled, climate-controlled facility uh, located there at uh, a Craig Ranch. And one one good thing you can do, though, if you did buy a box fan, a great vocal exercise that I like to do before every show is this: La 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 Luke, Luke, I am your father. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.